Welcome to Conversate, our podcast where we engage in conversation. On this week's episode, Aaron and Kevin are talking about the mission of the church and the name of Jesus and how we can go about the world uh, ready to speak his name. Uh, so if you've been thinking about that, if you have people in your life that you'd you know, really like to, to have Jesus spoken into, well, listen to this and uh, maybe you'll find some um, helpful things as we just uh, discuss our own uh, struggles and um, our own practice in, in speaking Jesus' name and bringing it uh, into our lives. Along with that, uh, you'll also get some uh, facts about feasts and festivals that uh, may or may not be true. So uh, go ahead and enjoy this conversation. Woo! Hear that clink. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, buddy. Feeling like nice and vibrant today. I got my colorful uh, mug here uh, with lots of uh, Canada things. Oh, Canada. Yeah. That's a song, isn't it? Yeah, like their national anthem. Yeah. Sounds good. Oh, Canada. That's the beginning of the Olympic song. Maybe, maybe Canada invented the Olympics. They inspired it, I think. Yeah, yeah maybe the Winter Olympics. So, I don't know. I think we're uh, filling people with false facts now. So that could be. You yeah. just, you I just should... Google whatever we, check, whatever we say and you can fact check us. <laughs> That's How about that? <laughs> oh, man. How are you, man? I am doing well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you? You had a. We're, we're recording this the day after you baptized your youngest son. Yeah. Your youngest son. Your only, only son, son. Your newest I know. child. My son. Your my son. My only son. I know. My most beloved only son. I used to say that to, to Max yeah. all the time. I'd be like, my son, my son, my only son. And now he's like, you can't say that anymore. And now I, so I replace it now with, why? Well, if I'm talking to Max, I'll be like, my son, my son, my oldest son. <laughs> so nice, you know, fun. But yeah, so yeah. baptism and uh, brother, brother and mother-in-law came into town, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty cool. Did, I don't. Did you baptize Lily? No. Yeah. So that's the first time I did a baptism. Yeah, I was on vicarage when Lily was uh, baptized, and my oh. father came down and did the baptism. Uh, which was pretty cool uh, to have grandpa grandpa do it, and it's kind of just a neat yeah family moment yeah. on that side uh, of things. I, so I don't know if I, I don't know if I knew that. So that was the first baptism of one of your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the first time I've got to baptize one. Of my, and actually, uh, this the first baptism I ever did was of a William. Oh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, both my first first baptism and first. Of my kids' baptism, both Williams. Yeah. So we didn't steal the name from the Johnsons. That was uh, yeah. Jesse and Michelle Johnson's uh, son, William. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really neat. I mean, it's always I love baptism Sundays. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just always fun to welcome somebody into the family. You right. know, and and on Mother's Day, nonetheless. Yeah. Right. So my my daughter Hazel, uh, uh, I baptized her on Mother's Day, actually, mm. and then. Um, and then my, my, so my, my wife, she was baptized on Mother's Day. Okay. Uh, but 20, so their, their birthdays are one day apart. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't even do that on, like, it wasn't like, we're going to align. But alignment. it was, um, so they're, they're born one day apart, but they were both baptized on May 13th. Oh, interesting. Uh, the way the years fell. Yeah, the way that 20, 28 <laughs> years apart. Yeah. 
Um, so both both May thirteenth, both Mother's Day. Um, so yeah, uh, so that's something they, that they shared together. And Williams now also on Mother's Day, on but Mother's May Day, 8th, yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah, I think Mother's Day is always the second Sunday of May. Yeah, that's like I'm I'm very bad at remember. I have a hard time remembering when Thanksgiving is. Oh yeah. It's always on a Thursday. The third Thursday. The third Thursday. I always think it's the last Thursday of the month. Wait. It is the last Thursday. It's, it's the last because... For, no, this here's what I used to do. I used to think Shoot. it was always the 26th no. of November. But that doesn't make it's any sense. It's always on a Thursday. Yeah. Wait, is it the third or the fourth? We got to look up our feast. These are important. See, I should know this because <laughs> it's it's the fourth. It's the last... The, yeah, because my my birthday is sometimes oh, on Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving? Mine's the 28th, November 28th. And my okay. brother's is November 26th. So both of your birthdays probably. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so we always take turns. Or not, it doesn't go back and forth. It moves. Changes a lot. Do you know when Easter is? Well, that would be calculated after the start of Lent. Or is Lent, is it so, backwards from Easter? Yeah, from Easter. Lent's backwards from Easter. I mean, I don't, oh, it has to do with solar? With the... Lunar? Not yeah. solar, lunar calendar? First full moon... I don't know. The first short answer, I don't know. It's always the first Sunday after the first full moon, after what's called the vernal equinox or spring, March 21st. Uh, okay, yeah, so yeah, yeah. First. After March 21st, uh-huh. you go full moon and then the Sunday, Sunday after, after that. I'm glad they just programmed it into my Google calendar so I don't have to watch the moon. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, harder in the olden days. And then the history of how that happened, but I don't. I don't really remember all the history, but there's a history behind it. But so that's always fascinating because people oftentimes don't know that. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, these important feast and festival days yeah. uh, that we all enjoy, you know, it is. I, I think the festival days are interesting, you know, yeah. and it's weird to call them a festival day, like holiday is what we normally call it. But holiday is derived from the words holy day, uh-huh. which are like, you know, what God instituted for the Israelites in the uh, Old Testament, yeah. and which they're still doing in the New Testament, like on Pentecost. Right. Right? And Pentecost is like, well, I mean, it's not really, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like Thanksgiving is a holiday for us, uh-huh. Pentecost would have been like a holiday uh-huh. for the people, right? Yeah. Celebration. Celebration. Party. Remember this, like, I guess Thanksgiving is remember Plymouth Rock, right, for us, the pilgrims. Yeah, probably. Dining with the Native Americans. And Pentecost is... 50 50 50 days days after... Passover. Right. So it's when they arrived to Mount Sinai, I think. Um, Is that right? Oh, boy. Because they they celebrate the Passover in Egypt. Uh Uh-huh. Right? And then they go... And the the whole point of them leaving Egypt is to go worship God. Uh Uh-huh. And I think... I could be wrong on this. I'm going to have to check it, but I think it's 50 days okay. that it takes them to get there. I don't know. They got to drink some bitter water along the way. You know, they got some things to do. Yeah, I don't know for a fact when that first Pentecost was. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, yeah. It's after 50 days after Passover. Well, okay, here's my one other piece is if it's the Feast of Weeks, right? Is it also the Feast of Booths? Feast of Booths, yeah. So then maybe it's not because that would have been remembering when they were wandering in the wilderness. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to read Leviticus. We're gonna have to fact, fact check ourselves. Yeah, and, and Exodus. So <laughs> I even gotta read the Bible. Maybe we should talk about things that we know. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's go there. That'd be helpful. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so we uh, at church on uh, May eighth, 
2022, baptized William, and also uh, preached about the mission of the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're at chapter 29 of the story. Uh, we're, <laughs> I mean, it's it's a long chapter uh, in yeah. the story because there's it's just a lot. I mean, it, it tells a lot of the stories of um, Paul's missionary journeys and the things that he was doing, planting churches and uh, spreading spreading God's uh, name. But you know, I started with this this theme because um, I had been reading. I, I honestly don't even I don't even know if it was in chapter twenty nine. It probably wasn't. It was probably in the chapter before with Saul's conversion. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But that was where I. Uh, really took this whole idea of this this um, word that God gave to Ananias, who was a uh, a fellow follower of Jesus, and and so Jesus had already appeared to Saul, struck him blind, basically, you know, um, caused him to rethink everything he was doing, mm-hmm. and then God reached out to Ananias and said, Ananias, I want you to go to Saul, um, and when you go, tell him that he's a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name. And I just like that. I don't know I, I, that. That, that whole phrase just stuck with me. Carry my name, carry my name, carry my name. Because uh, I was thinking, you know, like in the, in the mission that, that we have been given as we go into this world um, to, I don't know, let, make Jesus' name known, you know, tell other people about Jesus. I think we all, we all know this, we've heard this, like we talk about it a lot, like go into the world, tell people about Jesus, you know. Yeah. I think in our minds, like, just so often we overcomplicate what that means. You know, mm-hmm. we think, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, you must mean that I need to like go move to Africa and like live with a tribe and learn another language and like, you know, convert the world, mm-hmm. <laughs> save the world. Mm-hmm. Um, when in reality, like just no, go as a, a like a bearer of the name of Jesus, um, like carry his name to the places that you go. Like, just wherever you go, carry his name. Carry his name. You know? And I, I think that's just a, in my, at least when I was reading for this week, that was just a simple, just a simple way to think about it. Like, okay, carry his name. Yeah. Okay, I can do that. You know? Um, I was talking to some people after church, too, and, and I've had this, a lot of people have told me this, like, when it comes to actually like speaking Jesus' name, the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people, even Christian people, find find that a lot of times an uncomfortable thing to do. Mm. Uh, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I would say it's the devil, you know, sure, sure. <laughs> um, not wanting the name of Jesus to be known. But I, I've heard, and maybe those of you listening, you can let me know if this is true with you. But a lot of people have said like, I'm comfortable. Like I find myself talking about God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about God. I'll talk about love. I'm kind of talking these like big abstracts, but to actually get specific about Jesus. Yeah. Jesus love. The life we get from Jesus. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I, I think a lot of people, and again, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, those of you listening, but um, we're just a little slower to speak Jesus' name. I don't know if, um, is that, have you heard that before or? Uh, I mean, no one's ever like spoken that to me, but, um, but like the idea resonates. I mean, even thinking about my own prayer life, uh, cause I kind of do this thing. Like I remember in college, I don't know. I start my prayers with like, just, Hey God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know, like call them up. Hey God, you know, what's going on, man? Uh, got some things going on today and tell yeah. them about what, you know, whatever. But, uh-huh. um, 
But yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily particularly pray or even think like sometimes in a prayer, I might um, bounce around between God or and Father or you know like or Lord, you know, that dear is. Lord. But like when we talk about Lord, you talk about Jesus, right? Yeah. Jesus is the one that that they call Lord um, and and Master. When you're talking about um, God, I mean Jesus is God, you know, true yeah. God and true man. But like. Jesus uses the word God a lot, you know, when he's walking around and he's usually talking about his father, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so even like, even having in our head that conception of who, who am I, who am I directing this prayer to? Because yeah. God, it, it's hard for us because uh, it, it, God is abstract to some degree yeah. until we get to know him, yeah, right? And the more we get to know him, the more we can get more personal with him. Yeah. And I think that's part of it, you know, like uh, mm. my doctor, right? Like the first time I go to my doctor, I'm probably just going to call him doctor, uh-huh. you know? I'm not going to call him Dr. Bob yeah. or Dr. Jeff or Jeff. Like I probably won't right away because I don't really know him, yeah. you know? But like the more I spend time with him, the more I get comfortable with him. Um, I find myself sometimes too, if I get too comfortable, sometimes I'll take the doctor part off, you know? Uh. And then it's like, that. I guess I can be disrespectful. I did that to my best friend's dad a lot. Uh. Uh, he was a he was a doctor, and I was just always calling Mister Right. <laughs> um, just, you're just one letter off of the difference between an M and an R, yeah, or, a, or an M and a D. You know, he had to earn Mr. both. Dog, you know, I don't know which one was harder <laughs> to earn. <laughs> yeah, right. but um, but yeah, you know, uh, so like, yeah, for me, there's even been a progression um, in terms of my own prayer life. Or now I do, now I do, like more often than not. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if it's. I, I, I guess I haven't really like audited my prayers um, enough to know who I talk to the most, whether it's the Father or Jesus. But I do, I do speak to Jesus a lot. Yeah, um, and I guess yeah, and just even outside of like a prayer context, though. Um, oh, I, I'm like sharing your faith. Yeah, I'm talking about like sharing sharing our faith with other people. Yeah, um, that's where I think uh, that that's more what I was talking about. So sure, sure. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I think like spiritual conversations in general. I think are people are more open to them than we think yeah but uh i mean if i remember the barna stuff correct that we were walking through right the other year like spiritual conversations on the whole are pretty like people aren't having very many spiritual conversations correct right but um i think there was a study it's by barna i think that they said like um in terms of like your your next door neighbors though too mm. it's over like 60 percent of people christian or not are still open to prayer mm. the idea of prayer okay yeah um so if you think of like prayer being an evangelistic opportunity like sure. if you're talking to people or your neighbors or whatever and somebody mentions that they're struggling with something i mean i know a lot of you may be uncomfortable with this but i would i would tell you it's a great evangelistic opportunity is just to say can i pray for you you know, can I pray about that? Yeah. And then instead of just simply like being like, okay, I'll, I'll pray for you. Later. <laughs> um, well, let's, can we pray right now? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. I would, I would take it that far. Um, I was with a, I was with a group of pastors and a couple of them brought their wives uh, for a conference down in Florida. And one of the wives, that's what she, uh, that's what she, she did it like almost at every restaurant (laughs) that we went to, Uh like we'd just talk to the waitress or whatever. And, um, and she just said, is there anything I can, you know, pray for you Mm. about? And they would let her know. And like, we prayed with lots of, lots of people right there in restaurants and stuff. Yeah. Um, so like, I don't know. I mean, 
there's opportunities uh, there to, to, to have prayer be an, an opportunity to um, share the name of Jesus and the hope that we have in him. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, the whole idea, like, I don't know, um, of like being sent out into the world. So, um, this is the this this is the mission that that God gave to Paul, right? Mm-hmm. He said, mm-hmm. "Paul, you're going to be a cho- your chosen instrument of mine to carry my name out into the world." And and in the New Testament, we see Paul do it. <laughs> you know, we see him do it um, just over and over and over again. And um, and honestly, I think the reason that he was so passionate about the name of Jesus and so willing to suffer for the sake of the name of Jesus was because he realized that um, it was only the name of Jesus that, that could save him. It was, it was Jesus who, who changed him. Like mm-hmm. it was un, mm-hmm. undeniable mm-hmm. in his life. Right. Um, like conversion is real, you know? Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, and I've met people. I mean, I know people um, even in this church, you know, who, have had conversion experiences, you know, Mm -hmm. they were not Christian and then they became Christians. Um, And those, it's not to denigrate those of us like you and me who are, who are raised in the church and all we've ever known is Jesus. Um, Mm. I mean, I haven't had like this, a mass conversion experience in, in my life, you know, Mm -hmm. but I have, like you said, grown in a, deeper relationship right with jesus like i I feel like in my maturity i know him and i trust him i again not that i didn't trust him as a kid or whatever but i i think i've i've just grown in relationship with him and, and it's i'm at the point in life where it's like 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 with my wife you know where it's like i can't imagine life without her you know yeah. this is like I, the, there's no other there's, there's just nothing else. Like it's the same. I mean, even more so with Jesus where it's like, I know, I know nothing. Like I'm all in, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm all in. I have no other hope, no other source of peace. Like my life is from him and, and in him. And, and so what, what I've seen though, with people who have these like conversions though, like in adulthood is that, that it seems like that um, transition happens a little bit faster where yeah. they're like, Man, I know so many people now who are living in you know just darkness, you know, from this sure. life that I was just in uh-huh. to now. Like I have a totally different community, totally different view of the world and eternity and hope and like all this stuff that I didn't even know I was like I was. It was so close, you know. And now I have it, and it's like I gotta, I have to share this, like you know. And they so. It's um, it's been cool to work with people like that that are um, on that kind of on that kind of journey, you know, to really build into them. Yeah, like go, <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah, well, and I would say too. I mean, like I was thinking of it even before you kind of mentioned, you know, the difference between maybe our experience as growing up in the church, or if you as a listener have been in the church for a long time. Um, but something I uh, was on my heart was kind of that, that there's almost a potential uh, for like almost more danger in a sense. I don't know. That's a weird way to put it. I want to say danger, but I, I grew up in the church and, and this isn't to say I didn't have faith in Jesus, but I don't think I knew him very well. 
And that's been a discovery for me, like over the last, I don't know, decade, I guess. And, it, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even, you know, like I'm not at some sort of completed zone either. Like there's, I think there's a lot more growing and trusting oh, yeah. I have to do, but like there's lots of areas of our life that, um, and maybe I just compartmentalize things, but it's like, I didn't really trust Jesus with it. You uh-huh. know, uh, I think about like certain friends where it was like when I was with them, yeah, you know, like at least, you know, started it from a place of, I'm definitely not going to bring up Jesus, not around these guys, you uh, know, that's it. I mean, that's me not trusting Jesus, yeah. you know, in those settings. And then like over time, it was kind of like, well, no, like I, I kind of want them to know about Jesus. But then it was like, okay, how do I figure out how to, how to, yeah, like craft the perfect thing to yeah. say, yeah, which is like, yeah. it's not that complicated. You don't need to, there's no perfect sentence that I you know. say to convert people right yeah it's more this idea of just bringing the name of jesus yeah uh, but i think like in the church like something that we have to be uh just be mindful about i would say like um consider yourself and consider uh, your relationship with jesus um how well you you feel you know him and how well you really let him know you you know mm. like what are you sharing with him uh. because like sometimes when we have all the kind of the structures of the church around okay. us you know like you know, we, we go to it. We've got the marks of the church, you mm-hmm. know, because uh, we've, we've been baptized and we're receiving communion. And these are all good things. God is giving Absolutely. us life, you know. Um, but I think of like in Paul's context, you know, like the Jews who had been a part of kind of the system the whole time. Right. Uh-huh. And they had been given that same mission from Jesus yeah. to go outside Jerusalem to Judea, to Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Yeah. But it kind of had took until Paul, yeah. right, got converted, had that conversion experience, yeah. um, you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't well, no, much. I know what you're... You but know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, but it's a... It's like, you know, I mean, it's... Uh, so I, when, you're, when you're talking, I was just thinking, it's the same kind of deal, though, like in our, in our family structure. So I think, like, um, growing up in my household, I don't know that I recognized the blessing that it was to have the house and the parents and the family that I did. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm kind of not till I've been away, you know, away from it, Uh reflecting back and being like, Whoa, like giving God thanks for that stability and that foundation that was, but you don't, you don't, I mean, you only know what you, you know what you know, you know? Yeah. So outside um, your whole, yeah. Experience. So sometimes it's that, uh, like, being in the church, we know what we know and being, being raised in it. But mm-hmm. I think, I think the thing that will help us, um, realize the beauty of what we have is by, um, interacting with people who aren't, um, in the church. Mm, you know, sure. if you only ever associate with those within the, the with, church, with, you know, within the church, then you'll, <clears throat> you'll never really truly maybe appreciate it to its fullest extent of, of what it is and the urgency that there is to share the name of Jesus with those who don't know it because they're missing out on all the gifts that Jesus offers. So yeah. we kind of have to get ourselves into relationships with people mm-hmm. who don't know Jesus so that um, one, we have a deeper appreciation for what we have, but mm-hmm. so that it also spurs us on to want to share that with other people. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and I think too, like, I mean, in the scriptures, I think of the <clears throat> people who are the the churchgoers, you know? Mm-hmm. So like in the prodigal son parable, right? Right. Like, this would be like the older brother, right? Mm-hmm. Or the Pharisees, I mean, like in the history of the church, right? These are the these are the church people. Mm-hmm. And like there's this there's this trap in kind of the human heart of 
confusing our salvation um, with doing all the right things, mm. right? Yeah. Um, and so it's not just that, oh, well, I go to church. And I mean, like, oh, well, th- this is good. Like, it is good to go to church. Yeah, and yeah, your baptism is, you know, God's act of salvation oh, in your life. Absolutely. And his body and blood is, is life and salvation to you as you take it. Um, but sometimes I know, like, I, I think I, I don't know, it's, it's, sometimes it's so subtle. That's what's like scary to me. It's like, how could I be in the church for so long and not realize, like, the depth kind of of my need, you know, like thinking way too much from the standpoint of like, well, I'm doing all the right things, you know, like, yeah. and I'm, and I got this confidence that I'm safe, but like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, I mean, but honestly, uh, I would give yourself some grace in, in that though too, because so, some of what you're talking about too, I think is just like, is just life experience. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, well, uh, it, yeah. I mean, like to speak to my life experience, I would say like one of the biggest things for me that has caused growth in my relationship with Jesus, like relating to Jesus, speaking his name um, and and talking to him more personally was kind of discovering the depth of my need for him through basically screwing up, you know, (laughs) like that's kind of it. Like the more that that was opened up to me and it kind of like. You know, it kind of shatters you to a degree. You know, it's kind of like, oh, geez, I didn't, like, like, I didn't know I was capable of doing something like this. And then receiving, though, hearing again his word of forgiveness for even one like me. Like, mm. Wow, you would, like, you're, you're still going to forgive me? Yeah. Even because even though, like, maybe some other people, like, humanly aren't going to forgive me for this or walk yeah. with me in this, like, you're still going to walk with me even if I did this? Yeah. Um, you know, like, but this that's law and gospel, right? Like, yeah. the law, like, shatters and then the yeah. gospel, like restores and grows us and um yeah so i don't know i mean that's but yeah you're right like (laughs) it's hard sometimes to 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 tell a very clear story because as you're going through life and jesus is walking with you like it's confusing yeah kind of messy uh and i just i'm just gonna pause real quick so for those of you who are listening to um you know i i would love you to think about you know who is it in this in the in your life who needs the name of jesus who you can carry the name of jesus to and i would i would encourage you to kind of be on the lookout for people who are in a station of life like kevin just mentioned who are kind of at this broken at, at, at like a broken place yeah. um because they really need to hear the name of jesus mm-hmm. um, whether they know that they might already believe in jesus but if they're feeling broken that's give them the name of jesus that that they're loved and forgiven and so if there are other people in your life that maybe they don't know jesus or um, are, are unchurched or whatever and, and they're you know even unchurched people deal with brokenness and admit that and they're they, you know the tough stuff of life we'll speak the name of Jesus there it'll it'll be received much better by people who are <sighs> kind of broken humbled, yeah. yeah humbled in a place um, of need <clears throat> and not not that we don't need to go to the people who you know are life's good <laughs> are yeah are you know outright atheists and you know denying the name of jesus they need they need jesus too um but i would be just be on the lookout for people around you already that are kind of at a broken place and and start there like mm-hmm. you'll see how the name of jesus resonates um uh and, and yeah so yeah and maybe start with people who you regularly see too right that's what like, i'm saying yeah, yeah you don't have to be going out like looking like 
oh, this person at Walmart looks like they're having... I mean, you could. You can still go to someone who's having a hard yeah. time at Walmart who you have no... <laughs> you don't even know who they are. Like, you can do that. Yeah. That but happens. If but, the name of Jesus isn't isn't already, like, in your home... Yeah. Speak Ground Jesus zero. into your home. Yeah, right. That's kind of like... In your marriage, into your kids' lives, into your phone calls with your uh, grandkids or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah just let, let his name be ever on your lips. And so, yeah. Um, that's probably good for today. Yeah. We covered uh, feasts and festivals, things that we uh, didn't know <laughs> and foolishness about. So, <laughs> yeah. forgive us if we filled you with false facts. Right. Um, you know, just go ahead and fact check the first uh, five minutes of this podcast. To <laughs> <That'd> be good. <laughs> the rest of it's pretty good. But, uh, anyways, uh, thanks for being with us as always. And uh, you know, take something that you heard today and go start a spiritual conversation with with somebody else and carry the name of Jesus where you go. All right, Kevin, good to be with you, bud. God bless, brother.